Welcome to the Lady Palace Podcast. We are your hosts, Bella and Amanda. We're just a couple of gals who are on a mission to shake up the status quo around women's health. Come and delve into the depths with us as we start the conversations to empower, educate, create change and connect you back home into your lady house. Now it's up to every woman to know what's inside of the ovaries, the womb, every part of her vagina. They're different sizes, shapes and all colors. Life starts from a yoni straight from our mothers. Fertility. New creation and the taboo. Let's start a conversation. Your yoni is your homie, so lift her up higher. Ladies, say you're proud. I love my vagina. Woman, power, goddess, flower, lady, palace, click, click, boom. I'm a woman and my body is a temple, and my yoni is connected to my mental. All right, it's the Boom Tang Clan with Valerie and Amanda. Thanks. So much, Yost, for joining us today. Welcome to the Lady Palace podcast. We are so excited to have you on and so grateful for you to take this time out because I'm sure you're a very busy man. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Yost, you're a TCM practitioner, an incredible author of some books that I know we both have read and adore, Um, Mm -hmm. also the creator of the Chi Cycle Health System, Yes. And so for our community who maybe haven't come across your story or your journey, maybe we can start with you kind of delving a bit into how you came to this work um, and what that sort of looks like. Well, I started, I mean, I grew up in Germany throughout the late 60s. So I was a teenager during the 60s and I only lived about one and a half hours drive from Amsterdam. So in the early 70s, my my incredible interest in cosmic states, which was supported by music like Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, um, all-time best song ever, I reckon, or best album. And um, I went. I had an interest in becoming a social worker, so I went to uh, I went to uni and studied social work. And but then that interest in uh, in something behind what the physical has to offer was in the back of my mind all the time. And uh, becoming a social worker was more like, because I had the drive to part of being a mission and helping and all kind of other stuff and in in order to be part of a change in in life and society. Because back in the 70s, there was a lot of demonstrations in Europe and there was like the awakening of a new consciousness and but it was all affiliated with um, with all that substances and LSD in particular and smoking hashish and then the psychedelic uh, music. So uh, I explored that on every level, but it didn't deliver the way it initially introduced itself. So I was left with, with a bigger hole than it started. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had to do something about it in order to, to make meaning of this. Otherwise, all my escapades into altered states and the desire for cosmic lives uh, wouldn't have been a waste of time, and so I didn't want to do that. So um, by that time, it was the late 70s, and I, be- I became too much involved in the underground movement of demonstrations. By that time, I was part of all kind of anarchist movements. So I still was at uni, and I was still was trying to do my experience here as a, as a social worker, but it was pretty haywire, and... And I lost more and more interest in the study side and got more involved in the anarchist world. And then, then it became very sinister. 
And um, I then, by 1981, I had an opportunity to get out of the whole situation. And I was offered to go to Australia to translate. And I jumped on that opportunity. And I arrived in Australia in 1981, in March. And uh, because in those days, the planes took like four, four days to fly. And for some boys like a rebel and radical and out there kicking ass and fighting cops and being outrageous and spoken. Four days in contained space was too much to, to, mm. to figure. So I um, took took some hashish with me. <laughs> and, <laughs> I thought it was Olivia at the bottom, <laughs> which is why, which is one of the purposes of hashish from the medicinal perspective to alleviate boredom. So I arrived in in, in Sydney, bit off my face, long hair, bare feet, like all kind of colour in the hair. Uh, and then but when I stand in the queue, I realised I still had some hush in my, in my pocket. And I said, oh, dear, I better go off to the toilet to destroy the evidence. <laughs> but <laughs> the custom officers followed me and I thought, oh, maybe I, I get through unnoticed. So <laughs> I went back into, um, uh, into, the, into the queue and then obviously that's, that's searched me, found, found the hush and then said, what is this? And I said, instantly... I forgot to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's true. And they looked at me very puzzled. And it was my first introduction to Australia. And they told me, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, gee, this is a very rude country. <laughs> <laughs> what have and, I done? Yeah. Australia and, with uh, the rules and regulations, so, right? Yeah, I did, that was my first contact, yeah. And um, so, anyway, the, uh, they took the hush off me and then they told me to get lost. And so I, I wasn't thrown in any – that was back in the early 80s, so you got away with stuff yeah. back, back in the day. Uh, and I, when I left, I asked them, where should I go? And they looked at me and said, Nimbin. <laughs> they knew. And uh, I had no idea what that is. And, I, and then I said, okay. And I asked, can I get my hush back? <laughs> And I got really angry with me, get out. And then I got out. I hitchhiked north and then I arrived in Nimbin uh, two days after. And then obviously I got out of the car and like my God, hallelujah. And uh, I got, I went to the Emporium and there was a job vacancy board and there was a job offered for uh, an artist assistant to um, to to patch up the, the murals in Nimbin. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah, great. That's, I'm meant to be here. So... I apply, I got in, I got the job, and then I lived in Nimbin for about nine months. And every day, people came up while I was doing the murals and asked me, "How did you get the job?" I said, "I went to the job vacancy board." <laughs> and in in ten years, there was only ever once a job offered on the job vacancy board, and um, that was I he just put it up when I walked in. And so, like, one of those coincidences. Inflow, inflow. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 my spirit. And I, yeah, got the job. And then the other person I was working with, they lived in Tuntable Falls. So I lived in Tuntable Falls. And that's when things really became interesting for me. That's when Destiny basically was calling me because the person I was living with, he had uh, intensive experiences with Taoism and Chinese medicine and Chinese philosophy. So I was introduced to yin and yang I was introduced to the Taoist. I was introduced to all kind of like ideas of of the cosmology of uh, of an ancient system that reflected very much what I was seeking. 
Yeah. And uh, that was pretty much like how it all started. But then I ran out of work and um, oh, there was not much work left. So I went to the job vacancy board again. There was nothing there. <laughs> so I went to Lismore and I got a job offer for the Community Youth Support Scheme, CYSS. And that was for back in social work and things like that. And uh, then I worked for what pretty much all throughout the 80s from 1980, uh, 1982 right up to 1989 in, in the Family Services Department. Mm-hmm. But Initially in Sydney, I worked in um, in Oxford and I worked in, in, in Cooma, Snow Mountains, and I worked in all kinds of places before I went up to Bundaberg, Queensland, and continued working there in the youth service sector, working for family services. But Did- with each year, I became more and more disillusioned because the life I saw was not what I saw in my visions on LSD and mm. the cosmology, cosmology of the Taoist as introduced by the Taoist master. So I kept searching and searching and searching. And then in 1988, I ran into my um, a, a Tai Chi master, Kung Fu master, and he introduced me to a world that I was seeking. And that was why the practice of the Kung Fu, the practice of Tai Chi, and that opened up everything. It was like, bang, I was home. Yeah. And then I, boom, I practiced every day. And I, I felt I felt the Chi pretty much from the first go, from the first day. And I explored more, and then I decided I need to study this. So I, uh, by that time, I bought the Australian College of Natural Medicine in Brisbane. So I enrolled, and then I uh, studied Chinese medicine. And but I, I never let go of that idea how to convert that cosmology into into a lifestyle. Yes. And that led me to initially of um, uh, doing my clinic in West End. Once again, I was surrounded by Bohemia, lots of trippers, lots of very colourful characters. Uh, that led me to realize that Chinese medicine is well suited to treat drug addiction and drugs and altered states. And that does, that's when I started to get involved with Quiver, the first um, uh, agency in Australia that was founded by two social workers to offer heroin addicts um, to get off uh, of drugs without using methadone mm-hmm. by using acupuncture. So I became the first acupuncturist in Queensland to work in that program. Mm-hmm. So I've seen firsthand Incredible. how effective acupuncture is on addiction incredible how you can take uh, like someone in cold turkey out of turkey within a minute wow yeah it's just uh, incredible instantaneous and, uh, almost because yeah, i was gonna ask from- i was gonna ask you i guess you know it's like so many people that are <clears throat> that are using drugs or have addiction is that there is that void isn't there it's that they're searching for something and yes and with yourself, like knowing that you, like you had that void within you, and you kept searching and no, searching. not not void, search, search, well, search, 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 right? Because the void I, leads to filling, right? Fulfillment. I did. I'm 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 I'm, I'm opposing Gabo Mata, the drug addictions affiliated with pain, because mm. if you wanted to settle down to pain, then everyone should be an addict. Well, that's right. True, right? Because <laughs> everything leaves an imprint. Everything has an imprint. It's how yeah. we. This is like I was a cosmic seeker. And yes. Of, of the thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people I've worked with, because my books obviously were published in several languages and became good sellers all over the world, uh, uh, everyone I met was also a cosmic seeker. Yes, mm. looking for yes. something beyond, uh, right? Looking so, so the model searching. that a drug addict is someone who, because of childhood trauma and pain, it represents a certain number, but it's not. Everyone. It's not everyone. Yeah, you're because right. Because I've seen too many people 
who had childhood trauma or didn't do drugs. Mm. And I've seen, I've, I treated people who didn't have no childhood trauma who get addicted. Mm. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you can trace everyone you see, everyone you work with, you can trace down somehow. If you want, you will always find a childhood trauma. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You will always find a trauma. You will find always a pain. Definitely. So that's why yeah, my, my Kung Fu master, my, the, the Taoist masters, when you talk about childhood trauma, their answer is forget about it. <laughs> oh, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> Yeah, because look, that's exactly well, because what it leads to pathology, right? Like anything, yeah, yeah. if we hold on to it, it leads to stagnation, which then yeah, leads yeah. to disease in the body. Because once you're in chi, look, you, you're doing drugs in order to make the chi flow. Yeah, mm. to have some. So when people it. say I, I I do drugs to escape, to get away, for, to forget about the pain, what 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 really means is you make the chi flow because when you're in pain, your chi is stagnant. When you when you do drink and take drugs, you make chi flow. So in that moment, what do you do? You forget about the pain. <laughs> the chi's flowing. Yeah, yeah. Chi flows, everything's fine. You forget about it. Great. Like if you've got a big problem and then you have a really good, really good cocaine or whatever drug to your preferences and you, you got bombed out on that gear, you forget about the problem instantly. Mm. Okay, so that's actually what the drugs is showing us. That the solution is to make the chi flow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I, that's how it all started. So in order to get into cosmological state, the aim is to make the chi flow. That's so really. That's what I do with every drug addict. With everyone I work with, don't focus on the trauma. Don't focus on the pain. Make the chi flow. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you start living a life that automatically will enhance your emotionality, your mm-hmm. spirituality, your psychology, and what happens is. You start getting a, a, a very higher perspective of your problem. Yes, mm. which I you think start, is yeah. which I think sorry to interrupt, which I think is so amazing, Yoss, because when you do when you look at people that go through the twelve steps, right, and everything serves a purpose, is that yeah. sometimes in the twelve steps is that you get caught in that constantly. It's like you go around and around and you relive your trauma. Yeah. And you don't actually step out of that. And then it's like you're bound to that. But I think that what you've created is actually, I mean, it's an intelligence, right? It's an intelligent system that is teaching you to move beyond that and then start yeah. to come into a state of flow, which is essentially what we're all seeking. Because we all yes, want to yes, feel, yes. Like, come back to that state of wellness totally. within our bodies. Yeah. 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 It's, just like, it's just like if, if you really want to dissect it, like you always will find lots of trauma. If you don't find the trauma in this lifetime, you will find the trauma in the previous life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take long before you do some sort of really sinister nine, uh, 1400s dungeon. Mm-hmm. My God, yeah. what abuse you experienced then. There's some things there, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously then the Taoists are quirky characters. They're eccentrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they say forget about it, um, they have a deep meaning behind it. There's a lot of thinking behind it. There's, there's decades of training behind it. It's not just a crazy comment. No. It's just because uh, the idea is to live a life that puts you, that aligns you with the forces that created us. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. So every, if we are we only creating trauma, we're only causing pain and creating developing a, a trauma because we are not aligned mm. with force, with a bigger force. 
You know, if you, if you want to call it God, Buddha mind, Christ consciousness, whatever it is, if you are fully aligned with that, you will never cause a traumatic event. Mm. Yes. yes. So, so, so the solution so is to align with that consciousness and you automatically will uh, uh, generate a behavior that is in line with good. Yes. Yeah. And that's, so, yeah. That's so that. you, what the Taoists say, you don't aim at being good, you become good without you thinking of being good. And do you think that also comes into having like a disciplined practice as well with it? Yes, with that, that's like, required. Mm. Yeah. That, there's no way out of discipline. Mm. <laughs> that's it. There's no shortcut. <laughs> and that's the thing right here in the west we're yeah. like no nah, let's get over east yeah. let's get there's a shortcut for everything right yeah no no no, no. Yeah. there's no shortcut this is, the, this is the thing that's what <laughs> that's what i think there's two different options you either talk about it and go in circles and you may manage the pain so you don't relapse or you don't go back on the gear but are you moving forward that's the big question and that's obviously the only person who can answer that is the person themselves or you, you you're going right into the core of the of the issue and and developing the discipline to make the chi flow on, in every aspect of your life. Yeah. Yes. So that means getting up early, waking waking up to a practice. Like in order to make the chi flow, you need to learn chi practices that they aren't easy to learn and they're not comfortable. They're not they're not then they're not like an easy way. They're not sitting on the on the lounge and, and Netflix. Mm. They are. That you're facing discomfort. Yes. So basically, yeah. in order to get into your trauma, you have to face the discomfort that caused the trauma in the first place. So you're basically doing your own counseling. You're actually going into debating the, the pain, but yeah. you're doing that in your own pace uh, yeah. with the help of the forces of the universe rather than some counselor. Mm, <laughs> it's pretty amazing when you, when you break it down like that in terms of yeah. talking about the power behind that. Um, yeah. because I, I mean, we're not really taught any of these practices here in the West, are we? And we're taught that there's always a quick way out or there's a quick fix. Take a Panadol for this. If you've got a bit of pain, take that rather than standing in the discomfort and then being able to cultivate a practice such as Qigong. Is that what you mean? Like with the chi yes. flow, like a Qigong yes. practice that then helps you to start to shift through through your trauma, which sometimes yes, you don't correct. even have to think about that mm, then, do we? Like no. in a yoga practice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like uh, this. It comes embodied. Uh, we live in amazing times because we, we have access now to just about every practice we need. Mm. We have yeah. never been before in such, this is probably the most fortunate incarnation we all have experienced mm. in, in all our previous incarnations because Completely. on the tap of a finger, you will find access to the school of the practice that you need. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the next thing is, all practices are channeled to us from a higher source. They were not created by humans. Mm. Uh, that's <laughs> very. That's very important. Like um, the practice that will liberate us were given to us from a higher source. Yes. So, um, so every time you're going to practice that in the Western world, unfortunately, a lot of practices are created by humans, like mindfulness techniques and things like that. They're not necessarily come from a higher source. They're just management techniques. Yeah. Whereas the East, unfortunately, has got the domain when it comes to what are the powerful practices. Yes. Because that's, that has been their journey all along. Yeah. <clears throat> our evolution, our journey in the West has been totally different. Yes. We, we, fo we focused on liberation of the individual. We developed democracy. We developed 
like free thinking. We developed tech. We developed democ- we, de- we developed a totally different uh, uh, exposure to how to work with the mind. Yes. Whereas the East uh, started with a totally different uh, narrative, and the narrative was how to unify with that what created us, mm. and that led them to yin and yang, and that led them to to um, to unified a uh, field, and that means. In order to get that, you need to practice. So uh, the guidance that came through the uh, through to the masters came from a higher source, yes. which is n- which is not the earthly source. Mm. And uh, um, so, and those practices initially it was Krishna with yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yoga was given by Krishna to people in order to alleviate suffering. Then were practices coming through to Buddha, but then also practices came through to the Taoist masters. And um, so the Taoist masters received a lot of information from from a higher um, uh, source, from a non-physical source. And um, for example, the yeah, famous Tai Chi master uh, Chen Xianwang, who is still alive, who is the current lineage holder of the Chen family, which is the original lineage of the Tai Chi. Um, he made that famous statement: "Is that humans did not create Tai Chi." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say who did. <laughs> Just not human. Just not humans. <laughs> another, another earthly, yeah. yeah. And and one thing is also very interesting because I've been studying under those masters in depth for about 30, 35 years now. And so I've met several of, the, of these masters. And when you experience the application of those practices, which makes you weightless and you fly, etc. Which it needs to be experienced to un- to really comprehend it. But then, um, or you need to experience it in order to really believe it. Otherwise, most people think it's just some spooky talk. But it's interdimensional. Really, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm a big boy, but I get weight. But the master Tachi masters make me weightless. Yeah. And then I fly. Yeah. Mm. And I I got no power in that moment. It's just I'm weightless. Wow. Uh, and uh, so, uh, and then boom, I fly like two meters. Boom. Yeah. Uh, nothing I can do. Uh, um, but when you ask them, how did you do this? And the answer is always the same. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can you show me again? Yes. Yeah. Same experience. Yes. How do you do this? I don't know. <laughs> But do they very, do they get you to do, is that the way do they provoke that curiosity by then making you go inwards to think about how no, that because because you can't explain it yeah. it's beyond our comprehension yes it's that's why the Tao it will never be the true Tao you can't put into words no you can't true. put in the application of those practices can't be put into words and I feel like that's the demise yeah. of the Western world is to wanting to rationalize and to logically make sense of things yes. and to compartmentalize it. And there's no, or not a lot of space given to the power of the unknown and trusting. And I mean, we all trust Wi-Fi, and that's invisible. We just plug something in <laughs> and it works and we don't see it. And I think let's apply that also to the mysteries and the wonders of, you know, these incredible, Gee. yeah. And the town in these. It's, it's got to, I mean, the West, the, we've got to look at the, the, the development of the, of the Western mind, the development of the Eastern mind. They both played their, their purpose. They all have a meaning, a purpose. Completely. They are just yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. Um, because obviously, look, in China, you don't have democracy. Mm. Yeah. You don't have democracy in Vietnam. You don't have democracy in those places. It's chaos mm. and to, chaos and control. Mm. Whereas in the West, we 
what happens over the last 5,000 years has developed the ability to, to, to clarify the, the, the individual self. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We just, we, so imagine where we are now at the brink of putting the two together. Mm. You know, the reflection and the ability to reflect on the individual self and to actually categorize that and structure that. But at the same time, also to reflect on the, on the cosmic self, which is a unified self, which the cosmic self in Chinese medicine means that's your self that's beyond this physical, the experience of the physical incarnation. Mm. So it, it's, uh, uh, so that's only possible by, by the unified techniques. Mm. And, uh, but the unified techniques will not be able to be grasped by the, by the um, reductionist mind or the, the, the mind that reflects on the individual self. Yes. Yes, I, it can't be. There, it can't be. You can't, like, no, like you can't right. put into, you, like, people will, we're trying to make to, to to explain Chinese medicine. It's not possible. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's not possible. I mean, you yeah. you can break it down and you can simplify it so people can understand yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, that yeah, takes yeah. that that takes mastery too. I think it really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. it's embodied in you, right? That's your medicine mm. as well. Mm. You can put it into words for people can work with it. Yes. Yeah. That's what I do with my books, like my chi health cycle, my chi cycle. It's about this is how you work with that. So tell us about that because we know for a lot of the males, um, with our like a lot of the females, they're all saying that their partners are struggling, and I think now more than ever, then the men need you know they need some great extra support, extra support and men in their life that they that they know that they can go to that are a solid source. Um, so how do you, how do we basically bring men into like a chi cycle, for example? Like, how, <laughs> let's give them some examples of kind of like bringing them back into like having an embodied experience, so they can cultivate and feel the yang, and that chi can flow. Uh, simply because nothing can be created without an order behind it, mm. and uh, um, so for example, when you look at a cup. In, in the Western thinking, we look at a cup, what it's made of. When you place the cup on your table, you can analyze what the, the cup is made of. In Chinese thinking, they were not interested in what the cup's made of, but what holds the cup in its place. Yeah, because in Chinese thinking, uh, they understand that the forces around us are so incredibly potent, powerful that it why doesn't it not why does it it not move the glass as science has discovered this planet travels at 104,000 kilometer per hour so in 10 hours we have moved we have traveled uh, 1 million kilometer and we spin vertically 10,000 kilometer per hour i mean you put a cup on the dashboard of your car and you do 20 kilometer and it starts moving mm. but if you put your uh, any cup on your table and you leave it there till next morning. It has not moved. Yeah. Unless you've got a poltergeist in your house and then you've got a problem, then you better move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it's not moving. And that's yeah. the first enigma. How is it not moving? Yeah. Yes. So in Tai Chi, we're not interested in uh, what the cup is made of. We're not interested in what the body is made of. Mm -hmm. We're interested in what holds the body in its place. So 
Therefore, the power that they generate is by the Tai Chi practitioner is to align with that force. And once you align with that force, you're more powerful than, than trillions of nuclear bombs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You've got the whole, because whatever moves through us, whatever moves through the body is exactly the same force that is responsible for keeping the cup in its stable position. Mm. Yes? yes? So that force moves, moves through us, and we have access to that, but we don't, we don't sense it unless we start practicing. We don't see it. We don't see that field. No, but no. the evidence of that is every day, all the time, constantly, because objects don't move. Mm. If you don't live a haunted house, objects don't move. Yes. Yes? Yeah. And so that means that we have evidence every day that we are surrounded by mystical forces. Yeah? So in, once, you, once in Tai Chi, the idea is to align with that. And you align the body. It's all about alignment. And once you get the alignment, what happens is that force moves through your body. It starts entering via the meridian system, and then it impacts on your central nervous system. That means it impacts on your hormonal production. That means it impacts on how you feel. Yes. If the force moves through you, it impacts on your well-being. That means you start feeling good. If it moves through you, it will impact on you on your testosterone, you suddenly feel powerful. It will impact on your serotonin. You suddenly feel happy. It, it impact, impacts on your, on your focusing ability. You suddenly have clarity of the mind. Mm. Because when the force field enters you, it's always via the meridians first. And from the meridians, it, there, there are cross-relation points where it, where it impact on the central nervous system. From the central nervous impact, uh, then it has got biochemical processes you can measure. Yeah. You only can measure the impact a needle has on the body, but you can't measure how this impact has been done, what's going on behind it. That's you the can, alchemy, right? Yeah, yeah you, can, you can't measure that. No. So um, this is why you can't just say, okay, in order to feel happy, just put a needle in large intestine 4. <laughs> why is that because it's not linear That's right. then you can tell straight away if someone is experienced in doing that and someone has got no idea yes but they're both using the same point and according to the youtube video tutorial how to do a needle on large intestine four they're both do the identical move but you have totally different experiences and mm. yeah and that's because the what you can't measure is what happens before you, before you put the when the needle has in, and what actually is taking place. How to connect to the force field around, mm. which yes. is which is intention as well, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. For example, Absolutely. you can copy uh, like you, everyone can see the moves that a great master like Chen Xiang Wang does on YouTube. Chen Xiang Wang, Chen Star. If you want to put in Chen Star power or Chen, ta, Chen Star Tai Chi, uh, uh, Fa Jing power, mm -hmm. which is the release of the power, you will see Chen Xiang Wang doing a punch. So everyone can do that. You can copy the punch. But it's what you feel how, behind it. How he connects to the alignment of the, of the force that moves through him, you can't see. Mm. All and right. And that's because that's not, you can't measure that. 
And um, so that's where the chi cycle is coming into. The chi cycle is all about how these forces move through us and connect us internally because it enters via the meridians first. From the meridian, it goes to the relevant organ. From the organ, it then has got a connection to the central nervous system. It then will have a biochemical a process and it will release a hormone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, so you can measure that. And um, once it's released, you can measure that. So that's why the chi cycle is crucial. So, for example, if you want to get, if you want to forget about your trauma, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you do? You you wake up at a time where the where the meridian system will connect you to that particular force that moves on. Uh, it has that trauma. flow on, right? Yes, but at the same time, also will bring in an alternative, which is the higher order of that particular event that took place, which is done by the lung. Mm -hmm. So the large intestine lets go. That's how you let go of trauma, large intestine. That's why we use large intestine for for treating stress, because people are holding on. And, and then, it's literally yeah. letting go of your shit, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're letting go of your shit. You will never see anyone. I'm so stressed because I'm so relaxed. So and as soon as you put large intestine four, liver three, what happens? The whole system you, relaxes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so okay. obviously what happens is liver chi moves, but it's via large intestine four first. Mm-hmm. So it's an uh, so that means you're letting go. So large intestine lets go, but then lung brings in. So this is where the chi cycle is always partnered with two organs, the yin organ and the yang organ. The yang organ is about action in this regard, letting go. The yin organ is about receiving in this regard, the lung, letting in the new. Which is that beautiful process of reciprocity, right? Which is that just. Pulsation, it's like the pulsing of our life force that moves through us in that giving and receiving in that moment. Mm. We take in. So so if you want to, like every morning, we have the opportunity for first-hand counselling with someone who knows us best. (laughs) Ourself, right? We really know ourselves best. (laughs) And with someone who also has got no interest other than for you to feel good mm. because that other is the cosmic intelligence that created us at some stage. Yeah. And it created us with a bigger intent in mind. So obviously it wants us to succeed. Like totally you want only more. the best for your children. Mm. You want the best for your business. You want the best for what you work on. So whoever created us worked on us. And that That's is the, the magic of creation, isn't it? Yeah. Creation yeah. moves in that force. It works on us. Yeah. yeah it, 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 it works. It's, our, it's their business. Whoever creates. Because, you know, compared to what we've been led to believe, because we're yeah. always led to believe to, to fail, right? Yeah. It's like, and you learn from your failures, but instead what about if we were to tap into that creative life force, like you were saying, each day mm. wake up, tap into it's your chi cycle. Yeah. Right? It's mm-hmm. an instinct. It's yeah. like... It's the instinct, like when, when, when a parent gives, when, a, when, a, when you give birth to a child, the instinct is to wish the best for the child. Yes. Yeah. So it's not, the instinct is not, I hope you really suffer. 
like that so simply. <laughs> it's true, though. That's the yeah. reality. We forget yeah. that. And we forget that because we're yeah. taught to be in trauma, mm. right? I think it's just it's such a different language completely. Yes, yeah, that's it. So whatever. So every morning we got the opportunity to have a meeting with that person who knows us best, <laughs> and that's ourselves. And then, but at the same time, that meeting is always with someone else also, and that's the one who actually started the whole thing in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and that, that whatever created it, is, that instinct is coming through all the way through in our parenting. So uh, that's why we always use the word father, mother, God, or the father, the mother principle, the father principle, because it, that parenting instinct is is the principle of creation. That, like the Taoists say, the one gives rise to the two, the two gives rise to the three, the three gives rise to the billion things. So it all starts off with that parenting instinct. Yeah. I give birth to the child. The child then gives birth to all the billions of others. But in there is that parenting instinct for to wish the best. Yeah. And that's Such uh, a every beautiful morning, reminder yours. We have, every morning we have the opportunity to meet with someone who only wants the best of us. Mm. <laughs> and we forget yeah. that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but instead, that's my instead, mantra. That's going to be my mantra now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Instead, what people do, they go on social media and then, ah, you dickhead. Ah, look at that bullshit. <laughs> so now you're getting engaged with someone who only wants the worst of us. <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's like, that's a real problem. That's Why the disease, you? right? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we listen to someone who only wants the, the, the worst of us, whereas in fact, the one who wants the best of us, we neglect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like we neglect ourselves our entire – well, I feel like it, t- it took me a good 25 years of neglecting myself then to come back to try and find myself again. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's like then we well, come back because we're not taught we're not to taught. nurture that. And it could be great to, you know, we always talk about, you know, having something in the school system and making that accessible – for everyone to learn how to connect to themselves and a higher consciousness being whatever it is. But I think that's where it should start because I think also kids naturally embody that and I think they have that curiosity and they're asking the questions and I think that, like, they're the pure form of, like, creation and then we lose that somewhere along the way and eventually we might find our way back or we might just continue, you know, blindly sort of going on. Living in that's why the cheesecake yes. is coming in. Yeah. Um, uh, that's just where, like, um, this is where um, Sun Si Miao, I mean the father of Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. said uh, the essence to life and health is to to be in awe and care about life. Yes. That was Sun Si Miao's famous statement, to be at awe. We need to be at awe at life yeah. because then we automatically return to the roots of it of who we are. Yes. Because, because it all started at all, because wherever the, the whole creation started with that, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty spectacular, and, isn't it? Yeah, and that's how it started. And so if you have that, if you are at all about life, if you feel 
or then you always will heal your issues. Yeah. Because it will always it will create a free flow. Chi is flowing, liver chi is flowing because you're in acceptance. Because but you also not only acceptance, but you also um, motivate the chi to move towards the heart, and that's obviously where the joy and the love is. So you're actually now stimulating heart to grow because you're at all about life, mm. and because you said in, to be at all and care about life. That means it will now move automatically to the spleen and the stomach. And as it moves to the spleen and the stomach, you become the mother, the father aspect of other people. And now you're actually taking care of others. So, so, and that means we follow up on that instinct that is within us to be at all about life and to care for others. Mm. So coming back to that, like, sort of self-service, isn't it? To yeah, yeah. And, um, so, and in order to get that, uh, that will always happen as soon as we align with the forces that move through us. Yeah. Of course, if we get up late, and we, <clears throat> then we miss the point. Mm. Yeah. We miss the best yeah, part of the is, day, right? Yeah, <laughs> this, the system has got a non-negotiable system. Uh, uh, it's, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. You can't make up, we can't make our own rules. If you make, that's why we got that problem. Um, from a therapist's point of view, and I noticed that myself, that around 2012, that's when real the, the, the pathologies started to take on a new level in terms of intensity. Mm-hmm. And that's when teenage anxiety was starting to double. That's when uh, the bullying started. That's when a lot of things started. And by 2015, anxiety medications were four times higher than it was in 2011. And that was uh, in connection with the smartphone that was now available to everyone on a a large scale. So before that, it was still only selected people. By 2012, everyone had the smartphone. And that means people were staying up all night Mm -hmm. and people didn't want to get up early. And when they did wake up, it was straight to go into internet and then um, social media and then obviously getting caught up in the mundane affairs and not realizing that, in fact, they are a cosmic being. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and um, so, that, so that means in, in, instead of looking at the cosmic nature with it, I am at all about life, mm. I saw the misery and the limitations and the bullshit that is on, on social media. So obviously I started to get more and more caught up in the negative emotions. And from then on, and since then we can really see um, uh, mental health started to really start uh, dipping from that moment onwards on a, on a level that we haven't seen before. So mm-hmm. that's what I noticed because it's been over 40 years now that I work with people and what I've seen in the last few years, I don't think anyone has seen this before. Such a disconnect, so isn't it, in terms of everything yeah, yeah. has been designed yeah. to disconnect us the, from from nature and to mm. completely disconnect us from ourselves mm. because that way, yeah. sadly, we're easily, you know, manipulated and controlled that way. Mm. And I think... Yeah. And it's like a numbing as well, like with technology and with the smartphones. It's like numbing our senses and numbing us, like you said, to the awe instead of waking up and, you know, being grateful for what's around you and, you know, taking in nature or you know, giving gratitude for whatever um, higher consciousness you believe in. 
I think then going straight into that also with like the blue light that can affect hormones and you just Mm. straight away feel that numbing sense of lack, giving something else power instead of believing that power in yourself. You're like, I'm sort of a victim or a slave to this piece of technology. Um, And it's awful when you see like, you know, walking down the streets and things and seeing young kids like on their phones (coughs) and their necks bent down like that and they're just like hovering over their phones and you just think, you know, where were the days of kids that would play outside and, you know, wouldn't worry about technology. It's, it's sort of frightening to think where, you know, these are the future generations. Where are we, where are we heading? Um, uh, yeah, of, of course. I mean, this will get addressed all the time when you sit mm. down with masters. And an interesting thing is that tech <coughs> will only go forward. It will not go lesser. So tech will not go slower. It will not go more primitive. Mm. So the iPhone 15 next year will not be iPhone 3. It will be better than iPhone 14 and better than iPhone. So it will always move forward. Yeah. Uh, what also what we need to do at the same time is to make our conscious, our cosmic consciousness also move forward. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So what, like, for example. How can we do we- that, Jos? Tell us, tell us. <laughs> Tell us what how we can you, do that. What pulls you away from the from 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 tech? Because tech, the ideal with tech is, you half of the day you got tech, the other half of the day you don't have tech. Like so, you got twelve hours phone, then you turn it off for twelve hours. So that would be ideal. And um, I run my business like that. Always, I have twelve hours on, twelve hours off. So I do it. Everyone I work with does it, and um, so. And I'm in the I'm in the digital world, so um, you know, social media. I'm big on social media. I'm big on uh, on, on doing posts and things like that. So it's a main part of my life and my, of my of my business. Uh, uh, but I only do twelve hours in the day on the phone. So that means usually by nine o'clock, or not even, I do ten hours only. So I turn it on by say eight a.m. and then I switch it off by six or nine a.m. and then turn it off by seven. But I, I, I'm not going further. Um, so, in, but I only do that not because I'm 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 a good do-gooder. <laughs> I because the experience of the cosmic from doing my chi practice, my chi cycle lifestyle, is the experience pulls me because that is just too too powerful. Yeah. Like the, like uh, getting up early and opening up to the chi flow when when the end when the chi is in the lung. So if you get up. What time do you wake up normally in the morning? Yeah, you see, I'm. I try not to say, but I'm usually up by quarter past four because I'm trying to get the chi of the lung. Yes. And uh, so I wake up. I get up at that time, ten past four. My organs wake me up. It's like my like a dog and beside the bed, like the dog. Come, come on, get up. <laughs> I can't. I, I my organs just oh, get up. And uh, so I can feel it. I can feel my organs getting ready about quarter to four. And um, so it doesn't matter what time I go to bed, doesn't matter how much sleep I have is irrelevant. Quarter to four, my organs say, eh, eh, wait Time up. to go. And yeah, time to go. So then I, then, I, then a quarter past four, then I get up. But it took me a while to get there. So it's not something that I, I started from getting up at mid, midday to getting up at 4 a.m. because I'm getting up at a time that back in the day I used to go to bed. <laughs> Funny how life changes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
So it's not something I just I just yeah. jumped in. It sort of yeah. took a development progress. So yeah. people will get up at eight. I tell okay, make seven thirty. Those yeah. then you do it seven. Then you do six thirty. Then you do six. You just move yourself forward over a span of three months. Mm. Once you reach the time before five, and you experience what that means in terms of lung moving through you, um, you will never be able to forget that. Oh my god, yeah. I want to do that tomorrow. No, <laughs> you, will, you will never be able. Yeah. It's the biggest pull I ever, and I'm talking about having tried every powerful drug out there, having lived in Amsterdam, having access to everything from. From the best cocaine to the best mescaline, uh, you name it, I had it, I took it. Uh, so, but the pull of wow. the morning when the lung chi moves through your lung, and when that force comes through you in the presence of the Tao or God or Christ consciousness or Buddha mind, is mind-boggling. Okay. It's just beyond anything. Well, it's euphoric, isn't it? I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, be- it's, it's greater anything. than that feeling it's, of having your best line of coke. Yeah, it's just you. Everything in that moment is forgotten. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, oh, so forget you, about it. <laughs> on, yeah, forget about it. You're full, full at all about what, what's going through you. Wow. So, um, uh, and so that requires the techniques to align. Mm-hmm. And so what I tell people is um, start with simple Qigong techniques because all the techniques are initially simple. Simple Qigong techniques first, like standing pole, um, and then... I tell everyone also, get into Wim Hof breathing, the mm-hmm. Wim Hof breathing method. Wim Hof made it available, what before then was very complex. <clears throat> and uh, it's based on the pranayama breathing. And the, the I do, I, I always start the day with the Wim Hof breathing. Yes. But yes. it's how you align the body while you're in the holding, while you're in a holding pattern. Mm-hmm. That is crucial. And you get that, you enhance that if you understand your Qigong. Is that yeah. so? That's standing in the qigong pose, is it? Like yes, I do. I do it doing the Wim Hof breathing. I, yeah, I, I do. Uh, so I get up at four, but yeah. ten past four, then I drink my water. I, I flush the system, and then I go into my room, and then I go into, and I, I, I then got into the breathing. I do the, um, the, I do about fifty in breath, and then I go into the holding, and that's automatically I put my body into the qigong posture. So I know how to align. So mm-hmm. I align my body with with the, with the cosmic grid. I know exactly where the grids are. I know exactly what, what acupuncture points I need to take the attention to. And then I line the whole body. And then I can feel like I'm going into in a qigong posture while being in sitting. But then, because I'm in a holding state and I'm, I'm, I'm burning all the, all the, the negativity because oxygen um, destroys, it kills. And so that means you're burning negativity. But at the same time, because you, you, you are doing it at the time when you're connected to the cosmic grid and it's long time, you actually you're burning the old, and you automatically, via the meridians, allow in for the new to come through. So that means while you're breathing, while you're holding, you're burning, and the new's coming in. Um, the way wow. I do it is uh, uh, that works really well with when I work with my clients. Is in order to initiate that. When I go into the holding state, I align the body so it's aligned, and then I I focus on death. I focus on mm-hmm. how it's how like I focus on I'm going to die. I die now, and so what it what it does it moves me beyond all these mundane problems straight away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm going to focus on dying, so I focus on death. So then, and while I'm holding it, obviously the body now goes into 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 sort of a, like. A, 
pre-death state. Yeah. So, so now the memories of obviously you, you're making the death really real, but at the same time, your meridians are fully connected to the lung. So you're receiving the cosmic chi. So what happens is you, you're starting to, 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 to penetrate your cosmic self. So while you're in that state, um, because if you experience with the breathing with Bim Hof, it doesn't take long. You can hold for at least three and a half to four minutes. And so uh, after about two minutes of holding, I start penetrating my cosmic, I'm penetrating, I'm going beyond my physical because my body is now in, a, in, a, in, in the memories of the cells are in a death state. But then my consciousness penetrates, keeps going, and then I'm going into, into, into the cosmic. And um, the more you do that, the more you will recognize your true self. So uh, because we all understand our true self, because as the masters say, the happiest moment of our life is the moment when we die, because in that moment we break through all the bullshit. Yeah, yeah? true. And um, so we just, and this is every morning through the breathing techniques, we can have exactly that experience. Yeah. So that you, so now you're breaking through all this mundane, and that's what happens is you're breaking through your, your trauma. Yeah. Yeah. The trauma that is only here in the physical. Because you only, you, you probably only come down into the physical to resolve the trauma, which is our karma. Yeah. So, so wow. why not resolving it firsthand every morning? So you accelerate that path. So you don't need life circumstances anymore. Oh, that is phenomenal. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That is. So you, so you do it yourself. You accelerate yeah. the whole path. So you're doing in these, I do four breathing sessions. So uh, that usually takes me 25 minutes because I'm holding like four minutes around each time. So uh, with the, with the in-breath and things like that and with the preparation, say 23 minutes. But after the last one, I've penetrated completely all the way through. Wow. I'm just seeing my full-on cosmic self. And um, then, boom. I, Is that, I imagine that like, would be like when you're born. It's almost like yeah, yeah, a it's rebirth. Like born, yes, yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like what the Christians would call born again. Yeah. yeah, you do that. And every that's what the Christians say, die onto yourself, you'll be born again. Obviously, I'm not a Christian, so I'm into Taoism, but the Taoists say the same thing. Yeah. And the Buddha says, penetrate, penetrate, keep penetrating. So, uh, and, and so that's what it is. The, the main, the focus is keep penetrating, to penetrate, to go mm. deeper and deeper and deeper, till you break all the obstacles, which is the trauma, and you suddenly experience your cosmic self. Yeah. And that. then you got that glimpse. But then you have to move that because mm. you can't stay there. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't just mm. suddenly stay there. That's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move. That doesn't work. It will dissipate again. <laughs> but at least you've reached something profound. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I immediately I take that into, into simple body weight movements like core training. Like now the, now the aim is make your blood flow because if you penetrate uh, uh, your, your, your physical self, towards the cosmic cell, your blood needs to flow in order to catch up. So if you update the software, you also need to make sure that the hardware is also updated. So now I update the hardware. So uh, I got the software download first, and now I go into the into the hardware. Now I'm going to do like uh, 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 working with my hip, I work with my leg muscles, I work with gallbladder points primarily, I work with chi high, the Dantian points, I work with stomach, all the stomach points in order to make blood flow. But it's primarily GB29, GB30, 
And uh, these are uh, all on the, the stomach one. and the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Ren four, Ren five, Ren six, stomach twenty five, and then right up to the kidney points. I'm, I'm trying to activate the the gut points, kidney one to kidney seven, yeah. twenty seven, and um, that's automatically what happens when you work with core training. So I do like simple core training, which is you can buy, you can look up at every YouTube. Mm. Now, like, but people, if you haven't seen Yoss, how Yoss, how old are you? Uh, 64. Yoss looks like he's, Yoss has the body of like a 30 year old. He's so, your skin and hair is amazing. Yeah. You're ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're doing is purely working. People take steroids, right, to get as ripped as Yoss. Yeah. (laughs) No, because it's, it's your chi, it's your practice. Chi, chi, chi. I don't, like people think when I see me, oh, you spend time in the gym. I don't touch weights. Yeah. I don't do weight training. Wow. I do body weight. I do everything with body weight, but chi, it's a chi. It's a chi. When you look at the Tai Chi master, they're all ripped. They're yeah. just ripped muscle. God. So um, uh, when, you, when you move the chi through your body, if the forces move, if the forces move through your body, mm. it will enforce the body. Mm. Mm. If the forces move through your body, you will, be, you will come, your, your body turns into steel. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what that's incentive that's enough. Body of yeah, steel. That's what, yeah, yeah, that's what Shaolin. That's what the Shaolin training is about. Mm. The body's just like steel, but at the same time they're soft. Soft. Mm. Like when you touch me, I'm soft, but when I train, I'm steel. Mm. I turn my body turns into steel, and because my body turns into steel, that's why it reflects in having that cut look, cut muscles look. Mm. So when people say, so what, "What's the secret between a cut muscle look?" I said, "Make this." You want to turn your body into steel, but that's only possible by by aligning the body with forces. So instead of everyone going to the gym just to pump weights, right? Yeah. Get up and start to do learn yeah, the chi cycle. The weight training, the weight training got its place. Weight. I started yeah. with weight training. I believe weight training got their place. It's a good way to get started, but it will limit you after a while. Yes, yes, mm. it's a fact. And you can only go so far with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go uh, internal. And mm. in order to go internal, um, you're letting go of the weights and you work with, you work with, you can work with the resistant trainers like TRX. Um, you, uh, I work with chin ups, push ups, yeah. uh, full body squats with my body, but I don't stress the body with weights because I'm doing that with, with the forces oh. moving through me. Mm. It's, a, it's, uh, it's, it's different. It's a totally different way of training that, um, unless you, engage with it you will not it's really hard to comprehend yeah it's it's a, it's not uh uh you're not contraction training it's like the if the force moves through you the forces that hold everything in place is a force beyond our comprehension if that force moves through your meridians and then enters your central nervous system which has contact directly with your muscles of course it will build your muscles mm. yes mm. It, it's like we need strong muscles. We need healthy muscles. It's, mm-hmm. You never see um, uh, um, uh, uh, like a top master without good muscles. It's just part mm-hmm. of it. It's part oh, of it. Beautiful. And yeah. it becomes naturally without you focusing on it. Yes. So, so that's that's what the chi cycle is doing. Yeah. The chi cycle every two hours aligns you with the forces. So the morning is only once. It's only the first start. Then you take it into the stomach time, which means you settle it all with 
with knowing exactly how to eat and what to eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it moves you into the, then you, then you engage with your vision, with your ideas, because by that time you, you have, you have combated your hurdles. You have, you've got victory over your obstacles. You have seen who you truly are and you experienced yourself beyond the limitations. You know that exactly what you're experiencing now throughout the day is just an illusion. It's not real. Mm. It's just wow. <laughs> it's just yeah. an obstacle. It's yeah. just an obstacle. And by uh, and by then all we do then is just you, you're surrendering yourself back into your body to to align with the forces, and you keep going. And automatically the forces move through you because this is the this is the motto of the chi cycle. You we are not meant to do this on our own. Hmm. We are supposed to do this with in conjunction with the forces, and I always talk about it in all my books that we are whoever created us created us with teamwork in mind. Hmm. <laughs> it didn't hmm. throw us in. That's here our then, support. Yeah. yeah, it didn't throw us in here and then pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point there? Yeah. You know, it put a lot of effort into doing that. It wants to feel it. Yeah, it wants to feel the success. Mm. So, uh, but that that is in conjunction with force. So, by aligning with the force, we always will be guided. And this is one thing, for example, what a lot of people ask me, uh, because I worked in so many different crazy situations in my time. I ran very intense extreme rehab situ- uh, uh, rehab centers. I've dealt with a lot of crazy intense situations with people from all different walks of life, hardly anyone normal. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, don't, what, what did people. you say before earlier? Didn't you say all the masters were eccentric? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen like <laughs> incredible crazy situations nonstop and it was always very heavy in terms of by the end of the day. Because you're dealing with a lot of negativity, trauma. By the end of the day, everyone goes like, "Blah!" You feel so mm. heavy, and then and there. Are, but many people from those days I worked with, a lot of people burn out very quickly, mm. and uh, I, I'm still standing. And people always ask me, "So why are you still standing? Why are you?" St-? Well, people would know me. I always keep going. I always create new ideas. I always reinvent. Always got new ideas. Follow up on that. So. My dreams always are ignited. I'm always mm-hmm. follow up. So why that? Because I follow the chi cycle. And that's how simple it is. Because yeah. if you follow the chi cycle, you're always aligned with the forces. That means you you work very hard, but you always get replenished by the forces. Wow. Mm. That's so and encouraging, that's, really, yeah. isn't it? And that means that means every day is of meaning. Every day is you feel in, of meaning, and that's my definition of success. My de- my definition of success is you feel meaning in every every moment of your day. Mm, that's, that's regardless of how other yeah. people perceive it. Is how you feel it. That's true. You, you make make some money, or you make little money, or you make not much money, or you make heaps of money. All that is irrelevant. Mm. It's about how you how you experience yourself, meaning about meaning in life. That really comes yeah. down to. That's my measurement. Oh, you know, I love like, that. Um, that's why I'm guided by that. Every day has to be meaning, and I've been living like this basically since I followed the G cycle. And that's everyone I work with experiences the same thing. 
that by the time the fall of the cheese cycle, they, they experience themselves as meaning. Mm. And they mean that. that every moment is meaningful. That is depth. That is yeah. just... And that's what we're all searching for, meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. you can find that in every day. It start off don't look it outside. This mm. is the problem. If you, if you compare to others on social media, mm. if you compare to, oh, this person makes half a million dollars or this person... Don't measure on that. Mm. I oh, never right. measured on that. I never did any any goal setting in that regard. I only focused on okay, what is what I'm interested in, mm. and that is obviously uh, the, the, what I want to work with. And if I don't know what I want to work with, I just get up early. I breathe. I penetrate all the obstacles, and the cosmic self comes to me, and suddenly I get the inspiration. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like creation. Yeah, it's just like yeah. drugs when people are stuck. And they don't know what song to create. You know, they just smoke, they smoke a few bombs and suddenly it comes to that. You know? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah? and, and this is the same thing with penetrating the obstacles of the physical, which mm. is done by lung and large intestine. But that's how simple it is. So it's yeah. getting up and starting your day at... Between 4.30, 4.30 or 4.15 oh, yeah, and 5. Like moving towards it. The idea is to move towards it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so the idea is once you experience being up by quarter past four to breathe in the chi and having the alignment, you will never be able to forget that or not do it. It yeah. will pull you. So that's obviously the key element. So, yeah. but in order to also get the most from it, sometimes it's good to actually learn practices first yes. before you get into the rhythm. And where can people learn these practices from you? Uh, there is always a teacher around the corner. <laughs> it's a promise of the universe. Ask and you will be given. Yes. It never says ask for a million dollars and you will be given. People <laughs> <laughs> always ask learn. for the wrong thing, because, don't because, they? Because giving you a million dollars will not help you. But what will help you is how to transform your pain into 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 meaning and then into joy. Mm. What I'm... what helps you is how to penetrate the obstacles towards your cosmic self. That that helps you. Mm. That means every situation you always will find a way out. That's mm. true. That's yeah? so true. If you, that's that's a key element. That means and the masters of the past has proven under the most dramatic situations how they kept penetrating towards the cosmic mm. rather than giving in. To mm. the pressures of the physical. That's going to be my new mantra: penetrating to the cosmos. Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I'm going to just write that on my wall. <laughs> Penetrate to the cosmos. <laughs> Bring it on I to think. infinity and beyond. I yeah. mean, it's like living that cycle—the life and death cycle mm. in the moment, in the morning. Mm. Yeah, right? it's just like that's how the, that's the most important thing. Yeah. and then that's and how you like, ripple throughout yeah. the day. That's the like, and even if you don't have much sleep, get up early, and then you pick pick up on sleep maybe in the afternoons. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out on you. You don't want. You want to score. <laughs> well, I'm up at five. I'm up at five. Yeah, with the meditation yeah, that's good. That's good. and that's breath good. work. Yeah. But that's that's how you. But I'm gonna start. Life. I'm gonna start doing some qigong again. It's a beautiful yeah. reminder to come back into that. I think. And mm. it's unlikely to wake up and feel good, so don't focus on that. Mm. It's unlike. Don't wait for the feel good. Get up and get into the breathing. So therefore, it's more important to get learn the techniques first. Yeah. Get. Get um, familiar with Wim Hof breathing. 
get familiar with core training, like mm. how to move the chi, yeah. um, through uh, how to move blood, and then how to get like an ordinary, like a simple standing qigong. Mm. Yeah, and just like so, it's basically get familiar with breathing techniques, get familiar with um, how to move blood through core training, and then get familiar with with simple qigong. So that means you can actually you got something to do, because yeah. when you wake up and you don't know what to do, that's not good either. You need to be pretty set. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you need to be fully set. Ideally, write it down in so you got it on black and white how you want to do the mornings. Mm. So you, for example, write down, I'm going to do the breathing and you study that first. I want to do the standing. Look at exactly how you do it. Then practice mm. it before you do it. So you got you know exactly. So yeah. what you don't want to do is get up early and then be spontaneous and aimless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's not, it doesn't work that way. You need to wake up and be fully focused. Mm. Have that Know exactly where you are. It's got to be like full on, full on hardcore. Yeah. Okay, bang, get up, do your yeah. breathing, boom, hold, then move blood. It's so German of you. <laughs> I love that. No, it's, it's with everyone. It's it really Buddhist, is. Hindu, yeah. Muslims. <laughs> They all got that in. Yeah. It's just like it's just like that's the principle. That, but in order to get that discipline right, get familiar with it before. Because if you start wondering what to do in the mornings, you will give up. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's human nature, isn't it? When it gets yeah. too hard and I don't know what to do, I give up. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's so when that's you need why. to keep going. You need to, you need to know what to do first. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Well, for our listeners that do want to connect with you or to find, you know, your amazing resources, which I know you have on your website. On website yeah, yeah. Is that the best place? To... Yeah, yeah, best place is my website. Yeah. Okay, great. And have and you then... got any courses coming up in the next week or? Yeah, I've got, a, um, I've got, a, uh, I've got three new webinars coming up um, starting uh next saturday mm. and uh, i do webinars every saturday mornings mm. and addressing crucial issues and they're very popular mm. um my next webinar series is, uh it will be on how to follow your heart mm. but it's it's the subtitle is don't unfollow your heart right mm. <laughs> <laughs> we all need that <laughs> Don't I love your sense of humour too. I so, know. You're so great because you have to have that play with it too. We can't yeah. be serious. Yeah. That's right. Oh, no. The more you align with the forces, the, the, more, um, the more you turn into the whole thing turns into comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. it's true. It's true. It's just like you just, uh, uh, yeah, you, 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 it, it, it gets more and more sort of like you don't quite take it serious after a while. Yeah. Yes. We're here to play. That's part of yeah. it. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Because, because the, the, the spirit, the soul is always in a state of play. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, so, uh, so it's always cheerful. Mm. And, um, but then the trauma does interfere with that. Mm. But I outlined exactly what to do, how to penetrate. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> we know how to penetrate now. So go to that death moment. Okay. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So you've literally burnt up, burnt off all your karma. You've burnt off all your past lifetimes. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. I mean, that's what your, Yogananda said there. Yeah. He said it in his book. Uh, uh, you can do the whole thing in, uh, in, in, in one lifetime in 60 years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can do it or you do it over 1.2 million years. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no thanks. No, let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you Yon. yeah thank you so much for joining us this evening hmm. all okay. that's been absolutely incredible i know alice isn't gonna be blown away but even for us like that was just magical oh great thank you thank you so <laughs> much thank you thank you so much all right This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.